Hello, welcome to Babelfish, the podcast for humanists, freethinkers, and atheists. My name is Christina Kemp, and I'm your host. I will be talking to non-believers around the world. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast, where I will be talking to Peter and Kamala. Is that correctly? Kuamala. Kuamala. Mm. Pronounced. Can you tell me a bit about yourself? Well, I'm now aged, uh, in two days I'll be 59. Ah. And uh, I grew up in a, a religiously dysfunctional family. Okay. My mother was Muslim. Yeah. Whom not, not, I did not spend much time with. My father was nominally Catholic. Catholic in every aspect apart from actually going into the church. Oh, he didn't go to church? He did not go to church. Okay. Uh, he was among the first elite in the 60s. But he took me to a Catholic school and they really rubbed it in. Yeah. And they really rubbed it in. Uh, mass was compulsory every Thursday. And if you did not show up on a Sunday, the teachers they would ask you why you did not come to Mass. So for... Uh, so they checked up on you. Yeah. yeah. So for all intents and purposes, I got religion from school. Mm-hmm. And uh, religion was taught just in the same way they taught uh, physics or they taught chemistry. It was taught as a fact. Yeah. Uh, and at that uh, point in time, uh, I had no other source of information, so I accepted what they taught me mm. as true. Yeah. So, going on, that was for my primary school, going on to secondary school, uh, the background uh, of Catholicism continued. Uh, at the university, I was not so much involved into religion. You know, I did not, go, I used to go to church, but not so, not so much. Now, later on, when I started working and uh, facing the challenges of life, uh, I felt that maybe one of the solutions was to go closer to God, as it were. Mm-hmm. And uh, I became uh, even more religious than before. Okay. Uh, well, I'm very sorry to say that uh, I did not find the answers I was seeking. Uh, two things happened. One, the church offered a very vibrant community, which is a very, very useful thing. But uh, I soon realized that this community could as well be there without uh, it being religious. Uh, The point now, if you are not in a church, how you get part of a community is another very, very, very big problem, which is why I think there are many really non-believers who are still in the church mm. because they cannot give up the community. Yeah, because it's it's important to feel as part of a community. Yes, there yeah. are social connections. There are all types of, of connections. They come when you lose somebody, they come. When you have a it's very sick, they come and see you. So you, it's one of the easiest points. There's no entry fee. There's no... So mm. it's one of the easiest communities to join. Yeah. And with the very loving people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what happened to yourself? You started working, and then yes, uh, and then you became more religious. Yes. But, but what happened then? Well, I started reading a little bit on my own, and uh, on the internet, and on some books, and uh, 
I don't know at what point in uh, at what point in time it happened, but uh, slowly I realized that uh, maybe there was another outlook to life. Yeah. Uh, maybe what I had been told was not literally gospel truth, uh, and I realized that some of the positive aspects of the church really have nothing to do with faith. Okay. As I mentioned, yeah. there is community. Uh, there is fellowship, there is all this and this. And also the question of uh, being good, the question of morality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I quickly realized that, first of all, there is a lot of... Uh, there is hypocrisy everywhere. Yeah. I don't want to be unfair. There is hypocrisy outside the church. There is also hypocrisy within the church. The only point is that the the church has set itself the moral high ground. Yeah. And therefore, it is incumbent upon the members of the church and especially the leaders mm. to live up to that moral high ground. So I quickly realized that uh, really morality has nothing to do with the religion. Mm. Morality is about uh, how we can live together yeah. in a peaceful and uh, mutually beneficial manner. So if I am an, a dishonest person in my society, I am going to reap exactly what I have sown. Nobody will want to deal with me. Nobody will want to associate with me. It has nothing at all to do with religion or faith. It's actually the most logical way to live together. That's that's why we have morality and ethics. Yes. Yeah. It benefits us all. Yes. Then I I found that uh, increasingly I want to think for myself and to question everything that I have been told. Mm. I do not want to believe anything because somebody else has told me. So if they tell me something, I have to think it out. And if I don't think it's true, they have to adduce the evidence for what they have told me. Mm. Uh, So if they will not adduce that evidence, I will respect them for what, for their view. I will respect them for their belief, but I will not accept what they have said. Mm. Yeah. How old were you at well, that point? Well, probably uh, about uh, 55. Oh. <laughs> probably that about 55. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Took a while, yes. Took a while, yes. I've been, I've been uh, skeptical for quite a bit of a time, but uh, the moral courage, the courage to, for example, know that is, there is another way mm. to be able to access information to show you that there is another way. It does not come by every day. No. And to, to also know that there are other people mm. who think like you yeah. is uh, probably one of the uh, most pleasant things I've found lately mm. uh, because uh, uh, where I come from on a Sunday, the drums sound yeah. And 98% of the people go to the church. Yeah. Now, obviously, when they come from their church, from the church, their actions do not reflect their church-going habits. <laughs> <laughs> not all of them, but no. a good number of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's difficult to find. You think you are alone if you are skeptical. Yes, yeah. you think you are skeptical, but it is so empowering. It is so empowering. I want uh, I want uh, to emphasize one point here. It is so empowering to think on your own. For mm-hmm. example, after I felt that uh, maybe what I've been taught as a child was uh, probably not correct, 
I remain put because I was afraid. Now, how am I going to deal with the demons and the devils and so forth? Because there there was an easy way. You pray and the demons go away. You pray <laughs> yeah. and the demons go away. Till I, I came now to realize that it is all superstition. There are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So, if you don't believe A, you don't believe B. <laughs> so, it was very, very empowering for yeah. me. Very, very empowering for me. So, now, I don't follow horoscopes. Mm. Uh, I, I don't do betting. I don't do, do anything that cannot be really scientifically verified. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, oh, that's interesting. That because it's rare. Isn't it rare, I guess, in that... in. Because at 55, yeah. that's a long time. Yes. It's usually the young ones uh-huh. that change their mind or realize uh, other things. I find that interesting. Are you involved in uh, Haley or the uh, Free Inquiry organization? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm a member of both, actually. Okay. Uh, I'm a member of Halea. I'm actually a founder member of Free Inquiry, which is still new. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we are, I don't know whether I should say this. You see, Halia is a humanist organization. Yeah. And uh, we really are agreed on where we want to go. Mm-hmm. The free inquiry are younger people. Yeah. and so forth. They want to spend most of their time on debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's also yeah, funny, it's, right? It's, it's, it's good, good yeah. but uh, where does it Lead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but maybe then and then they'll debate and then they'll uh, do some projects uh, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, because, because you see, uh, really, humanism is a fantastic philosophy. It's not just a question of saying I don't believe in X. If you don't believe, mm. then which direction? What alternative do you have for society? What yeah. are you proposing yeah. uh, for fellow humankind? How are you, can you advance the cause of mankind? So yeah. it is a totally fulfilling life stance. Yeah, it uh-huh. is. But uh, the question of debating the existence or not of a deity will go on till, till <laughs> we are all good. But where yeah. does it lead you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because then uh. new a new generation grows up and wants to discuss the same things. <laughs> That's how it is, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. the, the new generations need to learn their own lessons. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So have you been involved in some of the projects in Helia? Mm, well, I'm really fairly new to Helia, mm. and uh, we are still discussing how best we can, uh, you know, we can participate. And I'm very, but I'm very positive yeah. that uh, we are going to, to do that because there's a confluence of the minds. Mm. We think alike. Yeah. And, uh, for example, we are discussing what we can do about abortion rights. Yeah. Uh, how we can lead advocacy mm. on is that it, one. It's illegal in Uganda? It is yeah. very, very illegal. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is in many countries. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously morally, I don't think every girl, teenage girl should walk into a clinic and get an abortion. Mm. But if they are 16, if they have been raped, mm. if they have uh, diseases that will affect the child, if, uh, you know, they are compelling situations, there must be a procedure yeah. where somebody can get a legal abortion. Mm. Yeah, because it's not just black and white. There's yes. all sort of, it's really a complex question. Right? And, and the, the facts, facts on the ground 
is that thousands of young girls actually get abortions every year in dangerous mm. circumstances because of the law. Yeah. So what are we going to do about that? Yeah. That's what we are talking about. We have to be open and talk and say, how can we facilitate all these people mm. to see among them who really merit a safe abortion? Yeah, yeah, because it's dangerous to get a legal It abortion. is very dangerous. And, and yeah. you know, to bury our heads in the sand and say this is the law, Mm. And then we are sending all these young people to really go into very dangerous operations. And it's also intrinsically unfair because it takes two to get a pregnancy. Yeah. That means that the boys are getting away scot-free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's the girls who are pregnant. Uh, yes. Yeah, so they can choose to be teenage moms yes. or, or get illegal abortions. Yeah. <coughs> and of course, it has either way, it has implications on the wider society. If they are aborting and dying or getting seriously impaired, mm. or if they are producing children and abandoning them on the streets, yeah. now either way it comes back to the greater society. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they are really stigmatized. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think when I saw a show on the TV last night, people were saying part of it, we have to talk to the parents. Yeah. You know, when a girl gets pregnant, the first reaction is, my, my mom will kill me. Yeah. Uh, the mom is never going to kill her anyway. No. <laughs> they're scared. Yeah. They're so it, scared. This is what happens. Yes. Yeah. They are so scared. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's, uh, it's, I wanted, uh, it's really traumatic. I wanted to touch a little bit mm. on a very, a very controversial issue. You see, many people will ask, do you believe in God? Yeah. I have always refused to answer that question. Yeah. They should ask, what do you believe in God? Mm. What do you believe about God? Yeah. So, because the concept of God is so diverse, everybody has their own construct mm. in their mind. Yeah, that's so, true. So, wh what I believe about God is uh, to say that I believe in God is meaningless. Mm. But to say, what do I believe about God to me is a better question and a more amenable to debate mm. because uh, you know for some people once you say if you answered that question in the affirmative the debate is closed yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the debate is closed <laughs> but if we ask what do you believe about God and I say well I could say for example well I don't know whether or not mm. God is there but even if God is there I don't believe God answers prayers for example I don't believe in X and Y and Z. What do you believe about God? To me, that is a more rational yeah. discussion. Yeah, that's interesting. So you haven't, you haven't, what can you say, stated publicly that you are a non-believer? Well, I am not in a public life. No, and, okay. Uh, and uh, I don't also feel like uh, I should... Uh, antagonize okay. other people's beliefs. No. Everybody has a right to their belief, including non-belief. Mm. So yeah. if people are happy with their beliefs, I've no quarrel with that. Mm. Uh, as long as they afford other people a space also to not to believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that might be missing. <laughs> of the course. The right to not uh, believe. <laughs> uh, the, the right to not believe is... Uh, is uh, uh, now, for, for example, you see, uh, now, I've moved in another realm. Uh, in the United States, for example, I'm told there is serious separation between the state and the church. Yeah. 
Now, here it is not the case mm. because, uh, as I said, you find the public schools yeah. openly teaching yeah. one religion, yeah. which is not correct. Uh, they are free to teach religion, but they should teach all the religions mm. and teach them probably as a worldview, teach all religions, including non-belief, yeah. so that the children have a wide spectrum and they can then be know what religion is all about. But for a child to go to at Islamic school, and they are taught only about Islam. So they are teaching them Islam the way they teach gravity. Mm. Or they are teaching them Catholicism the way they teach gravity. This is not correct. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. And But that's interesting because the law here in mm. Uganda is secular, as I understood it. Even though in, in everyday mm. life, there's religious schools. As an example, I, I don't know but really. In paper, yes. there is uh, yes. separation of church and state. I, I don't know whether really what the law says. All I know is that there is no state religion yeah. in as far as, as that goes. But they are church-founded mm. schools yeah. Yeah. that have now been funded by the church. Although the the schools in the theory are owned by the church, the funding is from the the state. Yeah. So, okay. uh, and therefore the churches still maintain the, the, the control over what religion, religious practices can be in that school. Mm. So if the school is Anglican, there will only be the Anglican chapel, there will only be the Anglican uh, chaplain, mm. and so forth. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so that means that we are really very, very, very long way. Very, yeah. very long way. And uh, when you add that one to really still, I think there's still an amount of uh, illiteracy mm. within the society. The, the tendency to superstition is still very great. Yeah. The tendency to superstition is still very great. Plus, I think, uh, social economic problems. When matters don't appear to be resolved, people tend to turn to the supernatural. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you see, is, has there been a difference between when you were young and now? Are people more or less religious, do you think? <laughs> Surprisingly, I think the people are now more religious. Okay. In the sense that uh, there are many more churches today. Ah. There are mo- many more denominations People have tried to, mob- to modernize how you worship. Uh, I mean, in my little area, there are more churches than uh, gardens. Mm. So, so I don't know whether that means more people are more religious, okay. but it's a very vibrant mm. uh, sector. Yeah. Uh, it's a very vibrant sector with all types of denominations. Yeah. Uh, I know, for example, the Mormons here send out hundreds and hundreds of people to visit homes, each and every home, they send out uh, pamphlets, so do the Jehovah's Witness. Is it local or are there also missionaries that come from They are missionaries, yes, they are missionaries. And they tend to operate in the affluent areas for the Mormons. Of course, there are also uh, very many Pentecostal churches who have tailored the gospel Mm. to meet the needs of the day. Okay. In other words, uh, for example, there is massive unemployment in our society. So their message on a Sunday is about unemployment. 
yes. uh, so so they are really it's a market driven church yeah. uh, they are responding to what the youth want and uh, the youth are going and parting with their money very 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 unfortunate if you ask me yeah, yeah because they don't have much mm. and then they give money to the church yeah, yeah. because then they are going to be blessed yeah <laughs> 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 okay so, yeah, that's interesting that um, people are not... Because I would think that people would be less religious. But... Uh, I, 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 I don't know for the fact, but uh, you see, of course the population has grown up. Yeah. But uh, the number of churches that have sprung up is far out of proportion over the growth of the, of the population. Okay. That means that the churches really probably have grown up 20 times, whereas the population may only have doubled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially also, is a lot of missionaries are coming into yes, the country. Yes, there are also lots yeah. of missionaries, all types of missionaries. Yeah. Uh, uh, those from the t- traditional churches, those from the new faith, those from all types of mm. all types of people. And also they are the, I don't know what you call them, the modern day prosperity preachers yeah. who with their lavish lifestyle are putting in the youth because the youth think they want to be like them uh, uh, okay. with their limousines, yeah. flash suits on the television. You know, they are the new thing in religion. And that's and interesting. <laughs> it's not only in Uganda. Uh, it's all, also in other countries yes, around the world. But yes. they, that's a new thing. Uh, and they preach, uh, of course, number one, about ten percent of your salary. Yeah. They preach about sowing the seed. They preach uh, about all types of things. That the more you give, the mm. more you are going to get. I, I, I've never seen such a ridiculous doctrine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Look, Christina, if you have, yeah, and I want from you, why must I give you first? Yeah. Or if I give you first and you give me, have I bribed you? What mm. have I done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would guess that if you have. I should write or present my proposal or request and petition. And in your benevolence, you give me. Hmm. But if you say that out of my nothingness, I first give you what I have. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, the youth, they ought to ask questions. Uh, these pastors, where is God's account on which they bank the money? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where is God's account on which they bank the money? Because, to the best of my knowledge, God does not need any money. Yeah. So, why, why all this craze about money in the churches? Yeah. 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 Now, now that is uh, <laughs> now, now. But as I say, I respect people's faith. If they think that is their faith, mm. if they think they are they are being blessed, who am I to say no? Yeah. <laughs> but as for me, I'm not. Yeah, uh, exactly. So how do you think that, because we talk a lot about that critical thinking is uh, is the way forward that mm. we need to teach the young ones to, yes. to ask questions. Mm. Well, the, the way the young ones are taught mm. uh, leaves a lot to be desired. As I have said, mm. whichever school they go to, they teach them one religion. Yeah. Two, even leaving the matters of faith alone, the instructional methods in Uganda are really about being given a pile of notes and regurgitating the answers, mm-hmm. not promoting really critical thinking for the children to think for, through yeah. for themselves. So I think it's, uh, it's an uphill task. It's an uphill task, and 
I don't see. I don't see. I don't see it happening soon. No. I don't see it happening soon. But that does not mean that we should give up. The few of us who are there, for example, uh, we discuss. We must ask our own children to question everything, yeah. including their parents. So my boy asked me, Papa, you said I should question everything. Yes, including you, especially me. <laughs> <laughs> you see, so that they know if they can question Papa, there's mm. nobody else who is not subject yeah. to question. And to learn, really, to not take anything as gospel truth, and uh, which maybe brings me to morality. Morality is not cast in stone. Yeah. What was moral 50 years ago cannot be moral today. Eh? Yeah. Morality is all about, as I said, how we can live together, how we can relate to each other. So, I mean, when I was a young boy, my father used to spank me. Yeah. Socially, it was acceptable. Mm. Now I don't spank my boy. No. You, you could go to the police. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so morality has changed. Yeah. Not that my father liked me less. So for us to think that there are these moral laws that were handed back, I mm. don't know, millions of years, that must never be changed, that are cast in stone, that is totally repulsive. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's totally repulsive. Because if I can put it this way, Morality is for man, not for morality. In other words, morality is there to serve the needs of man, mm. not man to serve the needs of this so-called non-changing yeah. morality. Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you for Thank you. talking <laughs> to you. It was interesting uh, hearing your story. Uh, Thank you. Okay. In the next episode, I'll be talking to Luis. We will talk about how taking the red pill from the Matrix movie resembles the transition from being religious to being an unbeliever. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on my blog and on Instagram. See the links on the podcast page. I'm producing this podcast at my own expense. If you're interested in sponsoring it, please contact me. I can use some financial support. Thank you.